Can you buy an NFT of a patent? Can you buy an NFT of a trademark? If you did, what exactly are you buying? Do you even get the underlying rights? What is an NFT even? This and more on today's episode of Stuff You Should Know About IP. Stuff You Should Know About IP is the least fungible podcast related to intellectual property available on the internet. So little fungibility, it's non-fungible. It's also the best place to learn about the exciting world of patents, trademarks, trade secrets, copyrights, and everything in between. So don't forget to hit subscribe, hit that like button, and share this episode with your colleagues, your friends, and your in-laws. Today's episode of Stuff You Should Know About IP is brought to you by The Patent Lawyer Magazine. If you want to stay up to date with everything that's going on in the world of IP and patents, go to www.patentlawyermagazine.com. Each issue is free to read for up to eight weeks. That's www.patentlawyermagazine.com for global news in the world of patents. All right, Tom, please help me because even though this could be our third, <laughs> maybe fourth podcast on Time NFTs, flies. I just don't get it still. Yeah, you know, we did that podcast on NFTs like six months ago. Yeah. And I don't think either of us really knew what they were then. No. People still don't. And I know that because I still get comments from that podcast. And basically, people will come to me and say, can I get an NFT on this or can I get an NFT on that? Yeah. Recently, I've gotten two questions in the past two weeks, which is why we're doing this topic again, right? Mm -hmm. One question. Can I get an NFT on a patent? Right, which just when, I don't can't remember who it was, it was Tim or someone who asked that question at a cocktail party, and I was like, yes, yes, my the other night we were talking about it, like right, fell yes. out of my head, I'm like, huh? Yes, yes, so this, then another guy How asked me, right, and the other guy asked me, can you get a, uh, an NFT on a trademark? So let's just do a quick review of an NFT. Right. A non-fungible token, right? Mm -hmm. An NFT is a token of ownership of an electronic record, okay? Think of a Picasso, right? right? Picasso paints this picture, right? Right. Then there's a picture that actually has Picasso's brush strokes on it, right? Yeah. And someone buys that and they pay $50 million, right? Yeah. I, who don't have $50 million, I buy a print, okay? I buy the, that's okay. Okay, keep I going. buy the print of the Picasso, okay? My print looks exactly like the Picasso. The only thing is when you scrape, if you're even allowed to scrape a Picasso, yeah. but if you were allowed to. You use x-ray. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But if you scrape the Picasso, you could actually feel the paint. Whereas with my print today, yeah. you can't. Now I say today because who knows? They might, yeah. I mean, we might be getting prints now that feel like paint. Right. But the point is, why does somebody buy a Picasso, an original Picasso versus a print, when they look exactly the same? In fact, I would challenge you that people who own Picassos don't even put their Picassos up. They keep their Picassos in the safe, and then they, they put, put the a, prints up, right? Is that real? I don't know. I've heard that. I've heard that, like, when you go look at the Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa at the Louvre, yeah. you're actually looking at a print because the Mona Lisa is like stored away somewhere. And I've seen what? the Mona Lisa at the Louvre, and I don't know if it's true or not, but I couldn't tell the difference, neither could anyone else, sure. so who really yeah. cares, right? Yeah. But so here's the thing, why own a Picasso then? And I'd say two reasons. One, 
because for some reason that I don't understand, they go up in value and people buy them as investments. Yeah. And secondly, people use them to brag, right? I'm so successful yeah. that I own an original Picasso. You own a print. That's good for you. Yeah. But I own an original Picasso, right? Right. Okay. That's a painting. And you can understand how the painting is a little bit different than a print to a painting. Yeah. Now let's flip to an electronic record, okay? You know, you have an electronic record, and there's this guy named Beeple who sold an electronic record. I remember we talked NFT, about Beeple. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was $69 million or something. Uh-huh. So I could download Beeple's painting or electronic record for free. It's the exact same thing. There's no difference. But what I don't have is the token that I own the original. I don't own the original Picasso. Because again, a Picasso, an original Picasso isn't real anyway. And what I mean is whoever sees it, right? I mean, I could tell people, yeah. if I'm a rich guy and I say I own an original, people are going to look and say, wow, that's an original Picasso. It doesn't really mean it is, right? And it sure. might not even be the real Picasso, even though they right. own it. Right. But with an electronic record, how do you prove that it's the original Beeple? Well, you have a non-fungible token. It's right. a token that you are the original owner of this electronic record. Mm -hmm. Now, does that mean that it's the first electronic record? No, because it's an electronic record. It be, can be copied a million times. Who right. knows when the first one was copied? Take a screenshot of it. But what the author is saying is, I'm going to artificially designate this as the original. Okay? Yeah. I'm going to designate this version that I'm going to sell to you for $69 million. I'm going to designate it as the original, and I'm going to give you a token right. that says it's the original and you own it. Right. So that's an NFT. So what is an NFT? NFT is a token of ownership of original records that are electronic that are really no different than any other electronic records of the exact same right. thing. Right. right? Except that it is indisputably the original or the designated original right of, of that record of that record but right. does that give you the right to the underlying intellectual property for that? ah yes and now no right, right? Yeah. so if i this buy is, this, this is our spice dow conversation right. exactly yeah so i buy a picasso and i'm like oh i'm gonna start reprinting this and i'm because i bought the original it was 65 million dollars no you didn't buy the right to reproduce it those copyrights are owned by whoever owns the Picasso, not the yeah. artwork, the intellectual property. So Beeple, he still owns the underlying intellectual property, property his... to his graphic art, right. right? Right. You bought the original version. You bought the token of the original. Right. I'm using air quotes again, which I hate, right. but we're doing it to show like that. If you bought the Picasso itself, yeah. Beeple can, or Picasso can still make another Picasso. Exactly. He can actually copy that. Right and sell a thousand copies of it. If right. there was a copy machine, right? right? But people are, I mean, Picasso. whoever bought the Picasso can't. Can't, right. Right, you can't just start making prints of the Picasso that you bought. Right, right. So let's flash over to patents because we already did the whole thing on NFTs and IP rights, but yeah. what about patents? So this guy asks me, can you get an NFT, NFT. on a patent? Right. And I'm like, no, because a patent is underlying prevention rights. What do I own when I own a patent? I own the right to prevent others from making, using, selling, importing, offering for sale the products and services containing my patented technology. The claims of my patent claim what is what 
are my property rights. Right. And I can prevent anyone. Remember, I don't have the right to make my patents, right. patented products. Right. I have the right to prevent other Others. people from integrating my patented technology in their products and services. Right. That's what I own. Right. That's not visual. Right. Yeah, That's not an electronic a, record. Yeah, how could you have an NFT? Right. So that? my first quick thought was, no, you can't buy an NFT to a patent. But then I thought, wait a second, how could you? Right. Yeah. So maybe you can. Where there's a will, there's yeah, a yeah, way. Yeah, right, right. Or we want to sell it. <laughs> yeah. So what is the NFT? It's a, a representation of ownership of an electronic record. So we need an electronic record. Uh -huh. So imagine the patent itself, not the underlying patent rights, not the right to prevent others from making, using, selling, importing, offering but for the sale. Actual the actual physical, patent. Yeah. Because think about it. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah. So let's say that, that there's a patent. That's a cool patent, yeah. a new one. Ray, you come up with something really cool. Oh, gosh. And you get popular. I've never come up with anything cool. But you might today. But I might. Today could today be could your be day. day. Yes. Any day could be the day. Exactly. So today's <laughs> the day that Ray comes up with something really cool, gets a lawyer, pays the money, yeah. prepares and files well, a patent application. This is exciting as we go. It is. Yeah. But 18 months to three years from now, <laughs> you get granted a patent. Wow. Okay. Somebody prints that patent. Okay. Okay. Now, in the olden days, they'd print it, and it would be a piece of paper. Right. Now it's printed, and it I like goes how in you the... you did the credit yeah. card thing. Like, like, <laughs> no, no, I was doing like a screen printing. Oh, the, oh, the yeah, yeah, screen, screen printing, print, right. Yeah. Pushing the stuff over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, you have a printed version, but now it's electronic. But still, somebody is formatting the patent, and they're creating a front page which looks pretty cool. Yeah. And people might say, oh, hell yes. I want to buy Ray's... NFT to his patent yeah. because I view it as artwork. Right. Sometimes they even put the drawings on them. Well, the front page well, has a drawing. It has the illustrative drawing. Oh, it does. Yeah, the representative drawing. Okay, yeah. yeah. So the but front not, page. Not the certificate. No, no, but the, the front page of the patent. Actual. But the front page of the patent has the the representative drawing, the abstract, all the information about the inventors and the assignees. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Right. So what if, in fact, patent lawyers all over are hanging like patents up on their wall, right? Right. So I have like five patents in my name, as yeah. I'm the named inventor. Yeah. In my office at home, I have five framed yeah. front pages. Like the heated driveway. The, <laughs> no, the, the feed, the, feed the, mayonnaise to the tuna fish, the, 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 the edible garbage. Those are from Night Shift. Remember the movie Night Shift? No, no. With Arthur Winkler. No. Arthur? No, no, no. Henry Winkler? Henry Winkler. Arthur yeah. Fonzarelli. Arthur, but yeah, 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 yeah. Michael Keaton and Henry Winkler. And, and Michael Keaton's the idea guy. Uh -huh. And he says, idea number 37, feed mayonnaise to the tuna fish. Right? So <laughs> those aren't actually my ideas. But anyway, the point is, you come up now. with, so on my wall, I've got five framed patents yeah. that have the front page and list me as an inventor, right? And it's cool. It's artwork to me now, right? Because yeah. the patents aren't that great. But it's artwork. So how is that different from Picasso other than value? And it's not. It's something I'm hanging on my wall. And arguably, I could say I have the original. But let's look at it as an electronic record. I want to own the original Ray Granary patent mm -hmm. that you had issued three years from now. Yeah. I want to own the NFT for that. Right. It's an electronic record. Why can't I? Why can't you designate it? the original patent. You know why you can't? Well, you didn't create it. You didn't create it. Because it was someone else print, you, wrote, well, wrote it. And right, then, someone wrote it. And someone else printed it. Yeah, so who owns the copyrights, essentially? It's right. kind of like, can I get an NFT on the copyright to raise patent? Is it the lawyer or is it the USPTO? 
Good question. So I was thinking about that as we were prepping for this little session today. Uh -huh. So the patent lawyer drafts a patent application, but they do it in Microsoft Word probably, right? And usually at the instruction of someone else, like under... So under let's say, Ray, they like, interview you, they understand your invention, yeah. and then they type out, so they're arguably the author of the text of the patent application. Right. But, if but then I'm, there's an illustrator. But if I'm paying the illustrator and the lawyer to do that, yeah, then and maybe, I have a contract with them, yeah. or a, a letter of engagement, wouldn't, it wouldn't the rights automatically be assigned to me? Or Not no? in the U.S. And here's the funny thing. I've never in my life seen an agreement between the inventor uh -huh. and the lawyer that the lawyer was going to assign the copyrights uh -huh. to the patent application <laughs> to the inventor. But that's a good idea. Maybe we're, in, we're, <laughs> we're, in, we're, we're on to uh, something. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're stirring the, the pot a little exactly. bit here. <laughs> but so, so I'm thinking to myself, okay, you're going to create an, an NFT for a patent, the electronic uh -huh. record of the patent. Well, you need somebody that owns that. Right? right? Who exactly is going to transfer you ownership of the NFT? Right. right? So I'm thinking, who owns it? Who, I understand that you own the patent, but again, that's not an electronic record. Those are underlying rights to prevent others from doing things. Yeah. The question is, who owns the rights to the copyright to the patent? And I was thinking, the lawyer drafts it, but we're talking about the front page, right? You're not really looking for ownership of the NFT of the entire electronic record. Maybe you are, but the front page is what you hang on the wall, right? Right. That's the cool page. Well, the other thing too is, okay, so when you actually file at the USPTO, right. is all of that information is like in a form. That's what I'm saying. And it's like separated files. It's in forms and the lawyer has it in the Word doc, like 25 pages in a Word doc. Right. And then the illustrator has integrated drawings that they've created that they arguably, arguably own the copyrights on, right? right? Then somebody aggregates all this yeah, and, into a new format that becomes right. the electronic record of the patent. And I think it's the federal government. Yeah, that's what I don't I, know who it is. Well, but if it's the federal government, yeah, the yeah, U.S. copyright statute, it's like section 17 U.S.C. 105 or something. Yeah, I love how you just pulled that out. <laughs> No, you think, know where. I think I got it. <laughs> so anyway, it says that the U.S. government cannot own copyrights to government works, right? Which okay. means they're in the public domain, okay? All of them? Government works. Now, they can I own I mean, like every patent ever? That's what... If, okay, again, I'm assuming the government is taking all this information from the lawyers and formatting it into a patent, which might be a derivative work, of what was created by the lawyer and the illustrator, but it is in itself its own copyright. But yeah. the US government can't own copyrights. They're in the public domain, okay. right? Government works are in the public domain, yeah. which means anybody can access it and copy it and do what they want with it. So I'm thinking Business back idea. to Ray. No, back to Ray. Yeah. Ray owns the patent, the underlying rights to the patent. Uh -huh. You don't own the underlying rights to the copyright to the patent, but no one else does either. So no one wants an NFT of me, of your patent. They want the Ray Guaneri NFT. They want your NFT of your patent. So you can provide an NFT of a public domain electronic work because you're the one that created the underlying patent for it, right? So in other words, I guess what I'm saying is anybody, anybody can create an NFT to a public domain work. 
No one owns public domain works. So anyone who wants can use blockchain to create an NFT to a public domain work because no one owns advice. it. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm just thinking of this in the 10 minutes before we prepped. If it's not owned by someone, can't anyone do anything with it? Well, yeah, I mean, that's so, what the public domain is. So if so. 50 people can create an NFT of a Ray Guinari patent, well, first of all, that might dilute the NFT pool. Well, but yeah, also, I mean, but if, there can only be one first. Well, can but there's a Ray Guinari NFT. I see. So you, you're saying, I'm saying I created the NFT, T, right? I, since I'm also the inventor, it, it has it, more power, right? right? Yeah. It's your thing, right? So I'm thinking, if you were going to create an NFT of a patent, which again, it's just the electronic record, and it's just proof of ownership of one original, so-called original version yeah. of the electronic record, and none of the underlying rights to yeah. it, that might be the way to do it. Okay, so how does this relate to, because I've seen, you know, you walk into an IP law firm's lobby and they've got on the wall the, this beautiful framed copy, well, not an exact copy necessarily, sometimes there's some creative liberties taken with it, but it'll be like the first flying machine. Right, right, or, right. You know, something like that. Yeah. So um, is this essentially the same principle? I mean, like, yeah, who, who owns makes it? those? Yeah, who owns, who well, first of all, them? who owns it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who owns the copyright to the, that electronic record? Not the patent. Well, the, not the that, patent. Right. that patent is expired. Right, but. but even if it wasn't expired, again, arguably, the patent owner doesn't own the copyrights to their own patent. Right. But in this case, we're thinking maybe nobody owns it because it might be public domain because of that section that I just guessed on, on the U.S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, copyright statute. But So if nobody owns it, then everybody owns it. Then anybody can create an NFT. And if NFTs can be uniquely associated with the creator of the NFT, and I don't know if they can, by the way, uh -huh. I don't know if you and I each take an electronic record of a U.S. government patent that's the exact same electronic record, and we each create an NFT, are they the same token? Is it like a digital fingerprint? I don't know enough about NFTs well, to know. Well, I would think they'd be different. I mean, if we, unless we coordinated in some way. But I think they they still have to be different because unless you use the same algorithm, like back in the olden days, go back to the olden days, yeah. 2000, 2001. I started a company called IP.com, and me and my gang, we had to figure out a way to prove that electronic records were published on a particular date and never changed. Yeah, like because these were defensive publications. Yeah. We used to call them digital fingerprints back back in 2000, 2001, 2002. Yeah. In fact, one of my patents is on that, but. I think that's like an early version of this, this concept of an NFT because, again, you're proving that an electronic record is what it purports to be. Right. Right? So if in those days, if I took my algorithm, my digital fingerprinting algorithm, and calculated the digital fingerprint of an electronic record, and then you did the exact same thing five minutes, five years five you know, decades later with the exact same algorithm on the exact same document, the fingerprint would be exactly the same. That's how you'd prove that the document hadn't been altered. So what I'm saying is I don't know enough about NFTs to know, but if there's multiple NFT algorithms, like I create an NFT algorithm with my algorithm, yeah. you create an NFT, or an NFT with your algorithm, you have the Granary one, I have the Colson one. No one wants the Colson one because it's a Granary patent. Right, but I think... I don't think it would, I mean, I agree with all of that in theory. I think, though, when you create the NFT, there's a date-time 
stamp associated like it, with right? it. Yeah. Yeah. So unless so we would have to do it at unless exactly it was one that was the predated. same time. Right. So you might actually have exactly the first the NFT. Right. Because I think being first is important here. Right. right, if you could just c keep creating NFTs, but it must also be somehow connected to the to the uh, originator, right? Like you well, created the NFT. I'm. I mean, who knows? Honestly, I we can, don't know enough. When I think about NFTs, I I struggle to understand why anybody wants this in the first place. Yeah, I know. You We've know, talked about and that. We, yeah, and and, and I mean, it's, it's all about faith. It's faith about and, faith and that, pride too. Well, pride certainly pride. The, but the reason I rights. say faith is. Faith that people are going to care about this. Oh, I see right? what you mean. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't buy I it if there wasn't faith, value. Faith that is real. No, no. <laughs> faith that people will care because it's kind of like um, crypto, right? Yeah. Why is Bitcoin worth anything? Because because people, everybody agrees that it does. Yes, and people believe that it's going to be worth more, right? Yes. If all of a sudden everyone said, "Oh, screw Bitcoin," yeah, you know, all of a sudden it would go to zero. You value. could say that about any currency. Well, the difference though is the U.S. dollar is backed by an entire system of 330 million people that are relying upon this dollar yeah. to still be here, right? right? All of our retirements, all of our houses, all of our value—that's yeah. a lot of weight and momentum behind the dollar. Right. What's behind Bitcoin? Ones and zeros. <laughs> yeah, faith. I mean, and the other be, the people and other people own that it. own it, right? Yeah. But yeah. there's a lot less people probably that are reliant upon Bitcoin. Than right. the U.S. dollar. Right. And right. there are some nation states that are moving toward digital currencies. Like, I think China is is trying to establish a digital currency. Well, eventually, maybe that'll be the thing. But then that'll be their currency, right? You won't have right. the yuan anymore. You'll have the whatever. You yeah. won't have the dollar the anymore. <laughs> yeah. But that then will be the they currency. They a better name but, than that. But they will still have the fate of an entire nation yeah. That is depending upon whatever right. the currency is. Right. Whereas Bitcoin is kind of like a open source, right? Yeah, it's just sort of. No one really owns it, so right? Like, wasn't like one guy who created it. I think so. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah, I think we have to do a podcast. But anyway, just real quick to convert to the other question, which was trademarks. Trademarks. That was a, yeah. I was so ask, another guy says. So trademarks is kind of interesting because. Unlike a patent, which there are no underlying copyrights that the owner owns, right? You own the right to prevent others from uh -huh. doing stuff. Yeah. A trademark, again, trademarks are, are you know, anything used in commerce to designate source or origin of, you know, your goods or services. And trademarks and products and services are tightly interwoven, even tighter than peanut butter and jelly, mm. right? Because you can have a peanut butter sandwich. Now I'm hungry. But yeah, <laughs> but you cannot have a trademark without an integrated product or service, right? Mm -hmm. They're like this. So you can't have a trademark unless you have a product that goes with it, right? You can't have one. Right. You don't own a trademark. You might own the rights to the copyrights associated with the trademark, like the Nike swoosh, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Somebody at some point drew that, but it's way more powerful as a trademark than it is yeah. as a copyright. I'm sure Nike bought the rights to the copyright way back when, but the trademark is what's connected to the sneakers and the shirts and all the other Nike products, right? Yeah. So how could you have an NFT for a trademark, right? So the trademark would be, I want to be the one who owns the original Nike swoosh, right? So I'm not buying the rights to the trademark to Nike use swoosh. the swoosh, the on NFT. A, on, yeah, I'm not buying that on a product Again, or service. Again, just like with a patent, 
I'm not buying the trademark rights with the NFT. Yeah. You might be able to buy the illustration, the electronic record of the trademark as an NFT. Yeah. Because that might be pretty cool, right? I mean, if you're that kind of person. What would you do with that exactly? Okay. Well, what do you do with the Picasso? Hang it on your wall, maybe, right. unless you put it in that secret Set it room. as your desktop background? <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you have a Picasso and it's worth $50 million and you're a rich person, you have your big mansion, you put it up behind a frame and armed guards and stuff, uh -huh. then you have a party and you show yeah. off to everyone that you have a Picasso, right? Yeah. And then 10 years from now, you sell it because it's worth more. So it's worth two things, bragging rights and an investment, right? Yeah. What about the Nike swoosh? You want to be the one guy or the one woman that owns the original illustration to the Nike swoosh. Well, it's an electronic record. How do you know it's the original illustration? Well, How do yeah. you know it's the Picasso where you can scrape the well, paint? Because the with NFT, your when you buy the <clears throat> NFT, you're not getting anything physical. You're well, getting sort of electronic. Some, yeah, but you can't. You can hang print that it. on your wall. Can't you print it? Well, what is that? Act, what is the okay, NFT here's what I would actually do. look? Here's like. what I would do. Is I don't know what it looks like, but let's just say it's like a digital fingerprint. It's just like a bunch of code. Okay, so let's right. say that what you have in your house now is <laughs> you print out the Nike swoosh. Uh -huh. Cool. Frame it, nice frame, right? But can you? Then print you it take out? the. Then you. Oh, is it illegal? You're right. You don't necessarily. Right. I bet you with the NFT, you get the right to print it once. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I don't hope. know. Maybe I you hope. just made that up. <laughs> right. But. I did just make it up. But let's say you can print it once and you hang it on your wall. Then right next to it, you append the code for your NFT. <laughs> then when people come over, you're like, check it out. I got the swoosh, and they're looking at the swoosh. Go, yeah. that's pretty cool. Then they look at the ownership, and they're. Like, Dude, you are cool. I think you know what my, my issue is, is I don't have a deep enough appreciation for art <laughs> or like art. I mean, yeah. I, I like it looking at it in museums, but I just can't imagine. I guess if I if we were talking about a Picasso, great. Yeah, it'd be cool to have a Picasso on your wall. I mean, maybe not, not my favorite artist. I'd pick someone right, else, right. but you get my point. Yeah, maybe but, a Dolly. But the NFT, you know. Salvador Dali. Salvador Dali. He's got some cool stuff. Yeah. Right. But that but for us, for regular people, yeah. we were are just as happy with the Salvador Dali print totally. as the original. Looks nice on In my fact, wall. We're less stressed. A lot more we're affordable. less stressed. Yeah, and we're less stressed, right? <laughs> yeah. But if you have a multi million dollar painting on your wall, yeah. you're gonna be stressed. I need a I would need a much more expensive house to put it in. And then you probably need some guards. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah, because someone's gonna want to take it. And like it. a Rottweiler. Who's trained to kill. And then you want to make sure the Rottweiler doesn't attack the, the dolly. Right. Right? It's very complicated. Yeah. Better to not have it. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just put your money into Bitcoin. <laughs> right? <laughs> or the NFT. Or the Chinese yuan. Yuan, right. Yeah. But the point is, the trademark, at least it's a more visual thing than the patent, although the front page of the patent is pretty cool. Right. But you're really, again, you're not iconic. talking about the yeah. trademark. You're not getting an more NFT known. to the intellectual property called a trademark. You're getting the NFT to the electronic record of the visualization of the trademark. But think about that. You got Nike swoosh. Then you buy the Apple one. Then yeah. you start your collection because you're rich. Yeah. And then you get like, you know, two million bucks a pop, right? You got your whole wall. Even somebody as great as Wells Fargo. You might get the Wells Fargo trademark, right? Yeah. You might get the uh, TikTok trademark, right? Yeah. You might get some cool trademarks, put them all up all over your wall, and suddenly you got a cool wall of fame and you own all the NFTs. Somebody might like that sort of thing, right? But here's yeah. the risk that you run. The, there definitely are people who will do that. So 
Jack Dorsey, one of the co-founders of Twitter. Yeah, I, I, yeah. His first tweet, right? He created an NFT of the first tweet. And I think it sold for millions of dollars, like six or $12 million or something. Like that, yeah. But then it was auctioned like a year later, and I think it got like 12 grand or something. Oh, no. Because again, no does one. anyone really care? Right. You know? I mean, arguably anything that's electronic could be an NFT. LeBron James can go back and by the way, he might not own these rights yeah. to all of his videos, right? Whoever shot them probably of owns the dunks. them. dunks. Yeah. All of his dunks. He might yeah. have like an NFT of each dunk in some way. I want that LeBron yeah. dunk. And I but know again, some basketball fans who would be right. willing to buy those. Right, if at the right price. Yeah. But don't forget, I have the same record of LeBron's dunks on my hard drive. And it's the or you, exact yeah, same Yeah, you can thing. just go watch it on YouTube. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so nobody has exclusive rights. Yeah. You just have bragging rights. See, what would be cool is if you could combine that concept with like a like a digital interview. Physical digital painting. Oh, like yeah. a little like a almost like a a a three D iPad that hangs on your wall on a loop. And then you've got LeBron's dunk there and it's the NFT is on it. Right. See, to me it's like without yeah, the yeah. physical yeah, kind of like it's a, hard to put that together. You know like together. the stock ticker? Yeah. You have got the your NFT, NFT at the bottom. at the bottom. Right, because... That's your idea, right? Because could you just put, like, let's say you got the NFT of the swoosh, the Nike swoosh. Could you put that on your website, your personal website? Yeah, then the question is reproduction it? of the actual right. is swoosh, because how many versions are you allowed? Right. And I'm sure there's all the... Look, there's way bigger brains than us on NFTs that probably are, like, watching this going, dude, seriously, yeah. it's so obvious. It's our fault for not having you, you NFT expert, who uh, hasn't joined us as a guest yet. Right, exactly. Which you should but reach we're challenging out. you on that to yeah, join us. exactly. But anyway, that's a... Dare that's, so there's an idea for you. Yeah. Okay? There's the Ray Guarneri idea. You know what you sell? You sell the, the wall... The NFT display case. Yes. 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 It scrolls the ticker underneath of the NFT. You whatever were right. Today like. was my day. Today's your day. Yes. yes. Everybody's got their now day of magic. We can't publish this episode of the podcast until, until after you file your least, patent. At least yeah. a provisional. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that NFT though idea is would create something like the Picasso. Right. Right. Yes. And I mean, it could be now. Match that with three D printing. So now you have, instead of your monitor with the scrolling NFT, which is a cool idea for you, yeah. you can 3D print a painting yeah. of your NFT. Or a hologram. The, the NFT hologram. But the hologram, though, is a different electronic record, right? Isn't the hologram also well, more code? We don't know what an NFT actually is still. And we, still, and we definitely don't know what a hologram the NFT is. The visual, digital, but visual representation of the original. No, 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 no. The it's NFT, the code. the code. It's the token. Right. It's the ha it's the it's digital the fingerprint. It's the blockchain. <laughs> it's something on the blockchain. But you must, you must. We also need an NFT expert, get and we need a blockchain expert. <laughs> no, because we again, we you're really, really buying the token, though. You're buying the token. Right. Right. You're not buying even the painting necessarily. You're buying the token. I think you're buying them together. You must get them as an integrated unit. Right. But no underlying IP. I rights. think that they have to be tied in with each other too because yeah. the Yeah, yeah, well, the, the code that makes up that that tells the visual presenter, the the, the TV screen or the computer screen or whatever, the code that actually makes up the visual representation of the artwork 
is interwoven into the code of the NFT because the NFT has to yeah, say yeah, yeah. what that's it's protecting in yeah, the code of the, the NFT. Yeah, the algorithm. That's how I imagine it. Yeah, yeah. The algorithm, right? Yeah. The algorithm defines what the token yeah. looks like based upon the image. Right. Like our executive IP logo here. Yeah has there's if you open up that file and you look in the the jpeg or whatever it is it's a, there's a bunch of code in it that tells the monitor to display these colors in this in this right. pattern right so i would i i always thought that an nft was that code but then with something more and you know what we're already beyond our brains <laughs> I think that's our cue to end, to this, end episode this episode of the right. podcast. Before we get start getting bored. Exactly. Right? So right. if you enjoyed listening to us muse and rant about NFTs and whether or not you can have an NFT on a patent, please don't forget to share this episode of the podcast with your friends. Hit that like button and we'll see you next time on Stuff You Should Know About IP. Mm -hmm.